What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Board Podcast and the JV Podcast Network. Very special edition. We're taking a little... This is going to be a special episode. I don't know when I'm going to put it out. On Mondays, still going to be... Or Tuesdays, still going to be the regularly scheduled Bachelor Recap programs, but... The, blue, the way that this podcast was set up, the way that this podcast was built into the empire that it is today has been interviews. And there hasn't been an interview in a long, long time, but today is different. Tonight is different when we were recording this. I don't know when this is going to be released. It is Friday, February 7th, and tonight for the very first time, he finally did something interesting enough for me to have him on my podcast as my roommate. <laughs> Alex Phillips, we've been living together. He's been listening to my podcast through his wall while he's trying to do productive things since August now. And he finally did something cool enough. And it may just because he gave me the cool orange jacket from Sundance. But that's the only reason we're having him on tonight. Just want to make sure you don't get too big of a head. But that is why we're having you on. You just volunteered at Sundance. Super cool. Sundance Film Festival. First question, how was Queens Boulevard. You know, the running time was about four hours, so. I mean, that's what you're gonna get with William Walsh. <laughs> They're calling you Willie. Yeah, Willie Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Walsh, yeah. It was unbelievable. Um, probably Vince's best movie. Yeah, and, um, are you kidding me? I am Queens Boulevard. <laughs> Many ends a close second, but uh, High Tide, also a good one. Yeah, Danger Beach. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. One of my favorites. Well, that's good. So we're going to start out with just Park City as a whole because I was there in the fall and my brother, who definitely isn't listening to this, hates me because every time I see him, I always bring up Park City because I don't see him or talk to him that frequently because we go to schools in different states. He's super busy with baseball. So every time I talk to him, it's like I forget I told him that I went to Park City in October, so every time I talk to him, I remind him, I'm like, man, did I tell you about how awesome Park City was? And he just hates it. It drives him nuts. So I want to hear what your impressions were of Park City because I fell in love. I love it there. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I had seen a ton of it through some of the Sundance promotion, and of course, it's a big Instagram spot. Everyone's oh, yeah. taking pictures there. It's huge. Especially the the time that you were there. I mean, they get the best, they say it's the best snow in the country. I mean, they had like the Olympics there in the early 2000s. It's going to be back in, I took a tour, I think 2032. So it's on its way back. I mean, it's beautiful there. It's like a Christmas card. It is. It's Hallmark oh, yeah. movie, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I fell in love with Main Street. Very, it's the best, right? Very eclectic. How'd you even get through that being under 21? I, I got to get the full experience and it was just, I went to a different place every night. I tried something out different. I had some Mexican Can I tell food. you? Yeah, tell me. Those Utah bastards. Yeah, right? I, I mean, maybe it's growing up in Wisconsin. Yeah. But if there's even a bar. Drinking is a, re, is a religion in Wisconsin. Utah, there's Mormonism and what, what the hell do you believe in? Like, <laughs> that's what Utah is. Like, if there's a bar in the restaurant, it's considered a bar. Like yeah, like it's I went twenty one only. Over. Yeah, that blew my mind. I you know I got kicked out of like two three places just trying to get dinner. So well, I, you get in, the hostess is like, "May I see your ID?" I'm like, "You're like what?" So it was it was pretty weird there. For but, food? Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's a good reason to go back in the fall right. when I'll be eighteen or twenty one. When I'll be eighteen. <laughs> when I'll be eighteen. When I'll be twenty one. And so 
it, it's a reason to go back. But besides that, just seeing all the shops, um, meeting all extraordinary people, and just getting to see the place firsthand was just incredible. Yeah, Park City is amazing, and um, the alcohol thing is so ridiculous. I didn't realize it. I got there, and I went to the grocery store that was close to where I was staying, and I, one of my friends that lives there, I was asking her the rule. I'm like, can I get not get like a bottle of wine here? Like, I like I can barely get like Odules were like were like black market in Utah. Like, I like you. There's a certain amount of uh, alcohol in a drink, like the alcohol content that they. You know, you either like basically heart wine and up. You had to get at an actual liquor store, like at the at the grocery store. You just can't get it. It's just not available. I tried. So my mom has a a coworker that lives yeah. out there, and he was generous enough to meet me. And I tried to send him. He loves Cosmopolitans. He's <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to send him some, you know, a thank you gift. Yeah, it's illegal. Yep, to send alcohol through the mail right. in Utah. You can't do the whole. Oh, well, I'm not 21. I'm going to go on Total Wine and order, order it to it. my apartment, and I'm going to get it. Yeah, you can't I do that. I don't get it. You know, they have a lot more problems going on in Utah. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so, man. Utah. I, I couldn't believe it, but all that aside, it was still unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had such a good experience because now you won't be so annoyed when I go on about how awesome part. Because I probably was a little annoyed when I came back, and I was like, dude. It's like the greatest place ever. I just went hiking every day. It was beautiful. It was in the 60s. I need to go back there when it's snowing. But I mean, the, I'm just totally in love with it. I can't say enough great things. All the spots he texted me to go, I got kicked out of. So. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, I think it was the No Name Saloon or something. I went there. Spur. Yeah, both those places were uh, 21 only. They came in. They're like, can I see your ID? Gave them my ID. So I passed that you test. But, fine. But then they ask you how many people are in your party. I'm like, one. And they're just like, just you. I'm like... Shut the hell up and yeah, show to me. Show me the child. where's the bar. Hey, I'm an only child. Just oh, okay, let me, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just let me do my thing. Yeah, just let me do my thing. Just, I know sharing all the alcohol, everything for me, everything for me. Just give me a flight of of the drinks and the foods, and let me just sample. I'm a exactly. Yelp reviewer. I expect this to be on the house. Like this is how this is gonna go. It's very Eric Cartman of you. I see a lot of Cartman in you. Except for the physique. Right. But we can tell people otherwise because this is a podcast and people have no idea what we They have no idea. Like. They no. have no idea. We're just voices. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> can you tell weight by someone's voice? My, my nickname was Meatball in high or in meatball, middle right? school. Yeah. But was that? It was a fat fucker. Yeah. It was a fat What <laughs> was an FF? It was a fat florist. That's what we call my friend. That's what we call my friend Big P. Like in the hallways, we call him F squared or fat florist. But we all knew it, stand, it stood for something a little bit more uh, egregious. <laughs> he was all on board, though. That's all that matters. That's yeah. all that matters. As yeah. long as they're cool. As long as they're chill. But I want to hear about Sundance, because obviously we're super into film, we're film aficionados. I mean, sure. anytime the word movie sure. is said, we just cringe and right. our nose and ears start bleeding. Like it's, it's a just, film. It it's is a, a film, movie. people. This is art. To go back to your shanties. I but, hate when people call them movies. Mm, films. Mm. But, so how was Sundance? Was it crazy? What was the setup like? Where, like, where are the theaters at? Like, just... Paint the whole picture for us. What was it like being there? What was the feel? Just give us everything. Yeah, so basically the, the film festival was broken up into 10 days. Okay. Thursday through the following Sunday. Now, are there certain days or portions of it that are like the main days? Yes. Okay. So Thursday through the first Sunday 
are where all the passion projects come out. Okay. Will Ferrell has his movie Downhill coming out. Yes, looks good. Um, Andy Samberg had Palm Springs. Um, Zac Efron did his movie, the Ted Bundy film there. Wait, that was last year. Though, last right? year, yes, last yeah. year. And so that's usually reserved for the passion projects for all the big A-listers. Yes. That's when it's hectic. Yep. You know, good luck going through Main Street. That's when everyone's there. Because that's when Wait. buyers are in town. They're like, this is Hulu, legit. We can Netflix, make money. Yeah. Especially the big studios um, all getting picked up. And yeah. they're, they're trying to see all the best indie films that are there. Right. And so we were able to go on the second week. Okay. Monday through the following Sunday. And what a lot of this is are the true independents who, who just got the money together. Kind of the up-and-coming you know, people to look out for. And so it was really cool to not really have any preconceived notions, you know, just yeah. going to see good movies right. that you have no, you know, no idea what it's going to be about, who they are. Yeah. And so we got to volunteer for the second week and it was nice because a little less hectic. Yep. A lot less of the Instagrammers and the bloggers. Oh, and the, geez. You yeah. know, a lot less of that. More people who are there to enjoy the films. Yeah. And so you were all with kind of your crowd and a more authentic crowd, I yes, feel, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Not, not imposters at all. Yeah. And so we were volunteering with the ASU. ASU takes a group of students there every year. Got to do some volunteer work. And then as soon as our shifts were over, we got to go see whatever we really wanted. That's great. And you were able to just go. Just go. Like, don't have to worry about anything. Buses, free transportation. Beautiful. Go around. There's about... Park City is friendly that way anyways. Even if you're there non-Sunday at the time, there's a ton of great, cheap, free ways to get around. Yeah. Just another plug for Park City. We're going to do it all episode. We're influencers. Get used to it, yeah. Use our code Alex10. That's right. <laughs> we were drinking. I was, Alex isn't old enough yet, so I was drinking Avion tequila earlier. This podcast is not presented by Avion tequila, but if they wanted to, just saying they could. Just getting that out there. Anyways, yes. And so, yeah, the first, it was really nice the way they set it up where the teachers got us three days of a yep. little bit longer shifts as mm -hmm. opposed to five days of nice. little four So you do more exploring, check things out. Right. So yeah. the first day we had completely off. I saw two or three films that I really enjoyed, a couple documentaries here and there. And then throughout the rest of the week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was all volunteering in the morning, get it out of the way. And then we just went and got to go see some really bizarre films that were just so cool. And Talk about some of the ones that you saw. Like, what, what was your favorite one? What was something that really stood out to you? Like, talk about some of these different films that you yeah, saw. Yeah, so it's it's really a coin flip between these two horror films, and it was really crazy. I'm usually not a horror fan. Um, the first one was this Indonesian film, and I, I really hope I'm getting the pronunciation right. It's Impedigore? Impedigore, okay. something along those Just lines. Just say it with confidence. Impedigore. Like, yes. Impedigore. Impedigore it is. And so it's an Indonesian film. And it's basically this girl is born into this family legacy that has been cursed for centuries. And she doesn't even know that this whole village wants her dead. Yeah. And so she's she, just born into this world that is out to get kill her. her. Yeah, like, F this girl. Like, we can't live. A small live. Indonesian yeah. village. We can't live if she's alive. Right. And oh my so, gosh. so she goes back there thinking she's going to find her family to find out that this whole village hates her. Just crazy, and I, I, was it in English or was it a subtitle? All subtitles. Yeah. How, First, how is that? Because I want to go see Parasite, 
which could win best film, all in subtitles. Heard it's amazing. Are you able to follow? Does it work? The actresses were phenomenal. Okay. I think if they weren't so good, it would have been tough. Yeah. But probably in the same case as Parasite, I had no problems. I, th I thought everyone did an amazing job. That's so impressive. And, it, you know, I mean, you know, those two things, like foreign films, yeah. horror, like usually not my cup of tea, but right. it blew my mind. And then the second movie was called Possessor. Okay. Another horror film, and it was about, and this is what was really cool, is it's not far-fetched. It's about these AI companies that chip human beings. How terrifying is that when you're like, this is crazy, I bet but it's I can see it happening. I bet it's happening Like now. already in motion. These, these people chip these human beings to kill competition. Oh my god. And they are paid like a salary as if they were like in the financial department. Like yeah. it's just like a branch. Of yeah. It's like a military intelligence yeah. some, something. They get chipped and they kill these people off. And, and just the story, same thing. The actresses and the actors were great. Um, just a bizarre film. Not, not, like nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah. Very gory, but not to the point where it like overrode the plot. Yeah. And it, it actually kind of made sense to do it. And it, it was just unbelievable. Like I can't recommend it enough. If they get picked up or distributed, it'd be, I highly recommend it. Those films are so cool, um, you know, the indie films, and I've never been to Sundance, but the ones that get picked up and I come across them late night on Netflix or Hulu, or even, I don't know if it was an independent film, but it had that feel. I'm in the film club here at ASU, and a few years ago I got an email about how they were doing this pre-screening. The movie wasn't coming out for like a month, month and a half. Three, did you ever see Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri? No. Super, super no. good. Um, let me look up who was in it. I need to remember because they were famous. Um, it was a pretty famous cast, but I saw it like a month or month and a half before. They did the screening at AMC just down here in Tempe on right. Mill, and um, I saw it, and it had that like indie feel to it. Maybe it was at Sundance. I don't know, but it was just terrific. Um, what's real? Francis McDormand, Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson. Um, Peter Dinklage, uh, right. Lucas Hedges, uh, the one weird guy. It's all the passion project. Caleb uh, Landry Jones, the guy who, the creepy brother from Get Out, was in no it. Oh shit. It was so good. It had that indie feel to it. Just the way that it was shot and just kind of like the colorization of it. It just felt, you know, like there was no, oh, this isn't going to sell. We need to change this up. It felt like this is our vision. This is what we're going to do. And it was just completely untampered with. It was just beautiful. It felt very honest and on top of it it was a very it was a dark like comedic drama is how I would describe it which is like right up my alley and it was dark and it was crazy and it was sad but there were funny parts it was just I just really really liked it it's cool because you know obviously with the cast like that they have no trouble raising the money but yeah you know take the Indonesian film it's like God bless these people they're getting the funding they're putting their God, this was up for best picture. Their their vision their place. their vision is like on the line. Yep. Like they don't have a backing of a huge studio. They're they're doing what they can to just get this movie made <laughs> and to get it in and to see it is such a, a treat. You know, it's right. there's nothing commercial about it. It's yeah. it's a not something you get to see day in, day out. So it's right. definitely uh bizarre and very cool. That's cool. That's almost like the studio version of a lot of that stuff is A24. Seems like they still, right. they're, they allow, they're kind of the studio that allows for, for movies like that to, to thrive, like uncut gems, mid-90s movies of, 
of those types who have done well and successful, um, but the, the, they really give the creative freedom to the people that you know write the movie, produce the movie, all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't want to be wrong. I'm pretty sure they picked up Andy Samberg's movie, Palm Springs. Great. I need to double check it. It broke a Sundance record. We need a we need a freaking. It's yeah. not it's not quite in the uh, budget to have a producer, I so I have to do it myself. <laughs> I know for sure Hulu picked it up. Okay, I'm pretty great. sure. A twenty four picked up Palm Springs. Palm Springs breaks Sundance record by sixty nine cents. Nice. Um, oh, I'm, eighteen I look, mil. Eighteen million, million right? Twenty two million Palm. Jesus. Oh, is that? Yeah, Hulu Neon, $22 million Palm Springs deal, streamers. Yeah. How about that? I thought A24. Well done. I could be wrong. I thought it was A24. I knew. Wait, home. Oh, wait. Nope. That's, that's, uh, I, when I look at Palm Springs, A24, for some reason, this is, uh, really, um, in the, uh, in the algorithm with a lot of real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting a lot of uh, Remax right. looks ups right. right now, and and a mix of Andy Samberg and uh, and real estate. So your beautiful mid-century modern ranch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next to Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin's place. <laughs> yeah, Frank Sinatra Jr. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really cool stuff. Now I know you want to go the agency route, post grad, entertainment industry things like that. So were you able to do, you know what? Is, are some of the things that you learned, were you able to do any good networking when you were out there? Did you meet any interesting people? Were you able to, are there things on Sundance going on other than the movies? Like, are, are there like presentations and kind of seminars where people speak or panels? Are there things yes. like that going on? It's, it's really fantastic. There's a group that they provide. It's called Ignite. Yeah. A little corny. Yeah. It's a little corny. It's also, isn't that like the, uh, what's his name? The gambler guy. Who has all the girls? Dan Bilzerian. Dan Bilzerian. I was like, Ignite it's, sounds super familiar. It's a, it's a little corny, not original, but <clears throat> either way, they have this great program where students or adults, really, 18 yeah. to 25, get to do all these networking events and they put on all these really cool seminars of producers, directors, screenwriters, people looking to break through in the industry and it was really amazing. The first day I got there, they had this seminar with two directors who got their movies into Sundance on their first try, which in and of itself is bizarre. Yeah. And they had the producer of this one film, Nine Days, another amazing film. Uh, I should have brought that up. It's basically where these people like have contests to see if they're born into this world or not. Just an unbelievable, crazy. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. unbelievable film. Sign me up. Either way, <laughs> either way, well, we can backtrack to that. But I got to talk to the producer of it, who actually was trying to go in the agency route and dropped out because he was getting harassed every day. Yeah. By his boss, he just couldn't take it. Yep. Quit and started doing his own thing as a secondary assistant to a director on some obscure TV show. Yep. And he got him in the right place at the right time. He directed or produced some pretty well-known films. I can't remember off the top of my head, but now he's a big producer. And he got the director of this Nine Days film to get signed with CAA. And he just worked his magic on it. And uh, just getting to talk about, you know, how he went from the bottom, you know, and then just go to the top like that is just so cool. There's so many, it seems like every success story is like that. 
you know, they're, they're going this one way and it's not working out and they try, you know, they just take it in somewhere on something weird. Then all of a sudden they, they end up here. It's like, holy crap. He said he would go home broken every day. I, be, I mean, that's, he said he was, that is tough. He would go home crying every day after work. Gosh. He just quit and just went to make like 25 grand for <laughs> like two years in yep. California. And as a secondary assistant, like getting coffee for the guy who gets coffee. Yeah. And pretty soon that, you know, he's directing and producing films. And he's wow. getting people signed. And he's kind of weaving an empire. So it was really cool to talk to him. That was an amazing experience. And just even the group that I got to go with was really cool. They were all aspiring screenwriters. Yeah. Got to read some of their scripts. That's cool. What What is, talk about the group that you go with because I feel like us, you know, we played sports and, you know, we're, we're, we're studying sports and we're more on the, we're at least our schoolwork, our academics are all on the business side. Way different than a full on, full creative, you know, academic catalog, you know, versus what they're, compared to, you know, that's what they're doing. So what, what was it like? Because it is a different, you know, in, you know, from our side, it can be like, quote unquote, weird and different. They're outcasts. Then all of a sudden it gets flipped. But really no one's an outcast because people have their interests and they do whatever. And that's awesome. Everyone has different interests. They're going to do what they want to do. But kind of being from and having a different background and different experience with other things and then getting thrown into that world and just interacting with them. Like I've always felt that that is like so cool and so valuable. And I just learned so much and I have so much fun because it's so unexpected. Like you wouldn't think that, that kind of gels and works out, but it always ends up seeming to being just a great experience. Yeah, the literally the lift right over to our condo, they just pull out their script yeah. and I start reading it. It's They've been working on it for a year. It's like 90 to 100 pages of amazing material. Yeah. Like if it gets in the right hands, who knows? And it, it's just... At that age, to have a movie like ready That's to shoot, awesome. you know, just you know, having that creative mind and to be able to commit to something is so amazing. And just to see all different walks of life, there were kids from Louisiana, New York, um, Texas, yeah. all doing online school through ASU. And that's so cool. ASU online is so big, and I see it in all my online classes when we're doing discussion boards. And I'm like the only one that's at Tempe. It, yeah. it really, it really does kind of connect you together, even though you never really meet these people. In your case, you did, but in just different ways, all these people do ASU online. Like it all just kind of brings us together. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and even when we're, it's just a, you can tell the difference on like how the brain works from like the business types to the creative yeah. types. I'm like before we were ushering films and scanning tickets and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to wrangle everyone in, do my job, and they're just talking about like brilliant ideas. Yeah. You know, they're just freewheeling, like firing from the hip, just yep. talking about like movie ideas they've had or, you know, projects they want to work on or short films or, and it's like they've been working that muscle since they were born. Yeah. And it, it's just so cool to see how if I tried to do that, it would be horrible. You yeah, know? Like, where do I even start? Like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, you, what's you the feel, plot? What's you, conflict? Yeah, you'd you know? feel uncomfortable. They're, they're, at that young age, it would I wouldn't be surprised if they get their films made, you know, and especially like the networking opportunities that Sundance has made to um, get you introduced to production companies, low indie budget film producers, yep. all that stuff, and and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they got their films in soon. It was that's awesome. It was really cool to meet such a diverse group of kids. Yeah.
I, I, I couldn't have. It was exactly kind of the, the picture I had in my mind when I, when I was going there. That's good. I'm so glad you had a good experience. Anytime I've worked on student films, and I know we've taken some of the same acting classes here at ASU, and it's so much different than the lectures that we sit in. You know, no better, no more, no worse. They're just different. But it's so, it's just refreshing. I, I love it. You can just go be, once again, quote unquote weird, you know, for an hour. You know, to the outside world, it's weird. But when you're in there, you know, it's, you're trying different things. There's no judgment. Oh, that didn't work or, you know, whatever. You know, no one's laughing at you. Everyone's, everyone's kind of in it together. It's, it has a nice team feel like it's really fun i hate the term but it's a safe space it is yeah i hate the term but it but it's it, true it's true it, it applies i mean there are people who are in finance who are miserable with their lives yeah who are doing it because they think it's what they have to do they've been on this path yep and then you know i've been kind of you know i have similar classes and then you go to these acting courses and you're warming up and you're doing these you're weird, like meowing like a cat. You're meowing like a cat. You're doing yoga poses. You're like breathing weird. You're making noises. Yeah. And it's so liberating because it's yeah. like, you guys aren't trying this. You guys aren't. Oh, no. If you, if I put you in this classroom, you'd freeze. You know, big time. You would, you wouldn't even know what to Where'd do. Where'd your balls go, Johnny? <laughs> yeah. They're in your stomach. Yeah. And so, and to, you know, take that inhibition thing out of it and not worry about it. it there's something very liberating to it. It, they, it really is. You know, and you're you're sitting with these kids and they're just kind of they were there'd be music before the movies. They're just dancing in front of everyone. Yeah. Literally, just, just yeah. like shuffling around. Yeah. Like and no I, one's there. Yeah, and I I couldn't begin to do that, but just the fact that they can turn that part of their brain off is yeah. it's a skill that very few people get to like master and I think it was really cool to just see firsthand and I I need to work on it too I need to get a little right. out of my right brain a little bit yeah. more creative yeah um, but it was so cool that's really cool I'm glad that anyone who gives it a chance because that's the biggest thing it's the mindset going in and if you're like you know what I'm just going to take this week this weekend for what it is I'm just going to have fun I'm going to enjoy it and just embrace it and you always end up having just a tremendous experience. Yeah, the biggest thing was just like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. It was like I didn't want to have a plan for the day. We always started work at seven AM. Isn't that the best? It's easy. It's seven yeah. to seven to three. And whatever happened, happened. You know, I'm usually like a pretty routine, stick in the mud, like yeah. to bed at nine, like ten o'clock. Yeah. But you know, going to see a movie, like a horror movie at one AM, like yeah. great. Why not? You get yeah. to be with all these kids you've never met before, all who are probably going to be very successful in whatever they do, and it's it's cool to see just their passion for it. And, yep. you know, it, it's just so cool. So cool. That's very good. That's just awesome stuff. Man, I need... I, I think fall break next year if you're still here. Yeah. I think who, it's a who, golf trip. Who knows? I think it's a golf trip. I tell you what, and I've told you so many times... This place that I stayed in, can't believe I didn't go golfing. It was in the 60s. Every single day I was there, it was beautiful. I would be looking out this little patio area of the Airbnb I stayed in, right across the street was like the ninth hole, ninth hole tee box. Just beautiful, I did some hiking too. And I'll have to show you some pictures. I don't know if I did. I put a lot of them up on my story when I was there. But I just, remember that. I just I had an overview, overview of the course. I'm going through this trail. Then I'm just looking over the course, 
And then I saw like, what did I see? I saw a deer, you know, just wandering through. I'm just like the geography there. Was, I don't know if they it, deer. It was something. It's like amazing. That. They, it was beautiful. They're doing filming for Yellowstone, Kevin Costner's show. <laughs> oh, I need to get on that. It's 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 an amazing place to be. Tons of people are buying. They film there for Yellowstone. Yep. Really. Tons of property. Uh, Did not know that. A lot of the volunteers have been doing the, that. I worked with have been doing it for years. I believe it. And and all of them have been had lines or background on Yellowstone. That's great. It was one guy I was talking to. It was just an absolute like he was like six years old and just had been doing it since like probably he said like fifteen years, twenty years of volunteering. He had like a couple lines with Costner. That's and you know I mean, that's a li- that's a life yeah, story right there. Yeah, I mean you can have those clubs forever. Exactly. Here's so me chatting with Kevin we need Costner. A little, that's an excuse to uh, to start the show and try and find him. Yeah, because I've been wanting. I mentioned that forever ago, but we haven't gotten. I haven't been able to get on it. I know. I really want to see it because I, I know, freaking love. Yeah, Costner. I know. MJ got property there. Yeah, I know. A bunch of people are getting out there. It's. Yeah, I thought so, someone said Post Malone had something out there, maybe. Sure. I mean, it is freaking gorgeous. It out really there. would be the ideal place to have like Hollywood, Hollywood, like eyes wide shut, like yeah. parties. No, yeah, you it know, would. in the hills, in a sol- in the, secluded area, yeah, very like, like the Shining feel. Yeah, like ski resort you know, type we have lodge. To, we have to kill you. That you've yeah. seen this kind of stuff, sacrifices, right? All that stuff. Yeah, it'd be the perfect place. It's terrifying. It's just. <laughs> Beautifully terrifying. Is yeah, what it is. Your uh, your acceptance and invitation <laughs> is permitted by your silence. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. There will be no podcasting about right. that. Right. When and if that comes. Goodness gracious. God, that's insane. Oh, I'm just thinking about it. All the people out there. Yeah, it it, it was a very cool mix of you didn't see one type, which was cool. Even like the volunteer group. I saw hippies like singing like acoustic guitar on the streets. You see business people probably yep. signing people or yep. you know there for business. You you don't know what you're really gonna get, and that was what was cool about it. And yeah, skiers, athletes, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So it was it was a melting pot. It was that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's that that is just that's great. Yeah, there is it is. I feel like between Sundance and then when the Olympics were there. That it has become a little bit more of a melting pot because I noticed when I was there, I expected it just to be. Now it was the majority, you know, just white people and probably a lot of Mormon people. Right. But it seems more diverse than it has been. At least some of the people that like some of my Uber and Lyft drivers kind of sort of mentioned that. Um, you know, because a lot of the restaurants I worked at too, you know, there were Hispanic people and you know, just it was more diverse than I thought you know, it, it may be. So it definitely is becoming more of a melting pot area, it seems like. I think the word is getting out, too. I think yeah. it was more of, like, a culty, like, right. hipster place. Right. And I think people are finally starting to see, you know, outside of film, all the really cool stuff it has. Yeah, because it's like, oh, like, we have a break from going to see movies. Like, there's so many fun, like, there's stuff for the partiers, there's stuff for the skiers, there's stuff for everyone. And it's cool because the... My friend that I got to meet up with, he said, you know, most of the year it is kind of like a very sleepy little town. Yep. It's got its own kind of romanticism about it, which is yeah. which is great. And I'm sure they get a little tired of the festival every year, but right. I think it in the end it, it does a lot of good, a lot of good for yeah. the place, and it, it spreads the word. And 
yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. Love it. Um, you're interning with CK Talent right now, Talent Agency. A little update. How how is all that going? How's everything going? Without telling us too much, yes, to where we, my NDA will not be to where we have to kill you. <laughs> yes, it's going very well. I started in September. Yep, working remotely for my senior agent who lives in Miami. Now, how did you get started on this? How did this come about? I forget. I I honestly just cold applied. Yeah, you know, pulled the student card, said I was looking to be an agent someday, and I was lucky enough to send in my resume. They said, okay, this kid's got something, you know, right. and, and uh, I met with him through Skype and we had like a, I think it was like a two and a half hour Skype. We really hit it off. Like my That's boss great. is a really, you know, there's usually like the shark. Yeah. Like right. this agent's going to be horrible. You know, he's going to bust my chops every day. Like yeah. the producer, he was going home crying every day. Yeah. It couldn't be further from the truth. We, my boss and I, I'm sure you hear me. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, great conversations. We're shooting, we're shooting this shit for about, I mean, we, we have like our end of the day fireside chat for like yeah. an hour and we, we have been really lucky to really hit it off with him. I've been working his desk for six months now, which has been just such a cool experience. I've That's got to, great. You know, it's for what I want to be getting into. It's. I couldn't be asking. You're ahead of the game, man. Yeah. It's, you know, to get in now and start learning how to, like, manage a schedule. You yeah. Know, and the only thing that I haven't been able to do is get him coffee just because the, the distance. Yeah. yeah. But um, say I do get into one of the bigger agencies in the years to come, it's it's such a big leap or if I want to stay, I, I've, I've been so happy with my experience. Yeah. Sometimes that's great, you know, to, to stick around when our – when you know, maybe you're at a smaller place and you're able to rise faster or, you know, you're able to start a little bit higher than you would at another place. And sometimes that can be really valuable. And then when you're able to build up your value and, you know, you have the opportunity to go to a bigger place, you're able to kind of hopefully jump into a similar role, if not a higher role than what you're already doing. I would have been a number at one of the, you know, Willie Morris or, or CAA. Yeah. No, you know. People have been taking bets. How long is this kid going to stick around? Yeah. Who's the kid? Yeah. And so to get the kind of personal attention yeah. and to learn, you know, just even even talking to casting directors and like how Such to kind a of learning experience. how to real, you know, one of the coolest things I've learned in my time there is, you know, I try and be try try to be as competent as I can, be very diligent, and I want my boss to know that you know I'm a hard worker and I'm yep. on top of it. But one of the smartest things my boss has ever taught me is to play the dumb card. Yeah. Be the stupid assistant who like fumbles everything. Uh -huh. Like, you know, like, like how so give us an yeah, example like, here. Like reaching out to casting director, right? Okay. Like, hi, like I saw your casting for this. Right. I wanted to see if you were still doing, you know, and then like, you know, they're just like, Oh God, you know? Yeah. And then you start just kind of, you start conversation and you just kind of bug him like, Oh, you know, We'd really appreciate, you know, and just yeah, like you're innocent. I don't know any better. You I know, don't know any. I, I'm just taking an ambition here. I'm just a student intern. It's like playing the student card. Lamb, when you're reaching out to someone. Lamb to the slaughter. Yeah. And it's and it. I don't know if it's like a pity thing, but it works. Yeah. You know, like they they send over scripts. I get them to the the talent we represent, and they get auditions. And you know, if I was kind of like if I was how I normally am, like hi. Can you, can you can you I'm say an I'm an actor? Here's my reel. Yeah. No. no Jesus. Oh God. No Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> if if I was forward with them. Yep. And ask them, hey, could you send over the script? It'd be like, 
go screw yourself. You know, like I have work yeah. to do. Yeah. But if you play that stupid, it's one of the most valuable tricks. I don't know how long I can play it. Right. You know, pretty soon that'll have to drop, but it's been a really cool tip. And if for anyone that's kind of starting out, you know, use that kind of youth to your advantage. It's it's a invaluable tip that I, and my boss and I laugh. Yep. You know, like I'll send him the draft of the email I'm going to send. He's like, oh, it's perfect. You oh, know, okay. <laughs> you oh, dumb. He's you, licking his chops. You he's dumb. Just like, He's like, Alex, you are so stupid. You, it's amazing. You dumb bastard. Yeah. I'd love to <laughs> I'd love to be on the receiving end of this. So it's it's a really cool tip that I've I've come to my boss and I have come to love and you know use every day. So it's been kind of cool. That's great. That's awesome. I'm I'm so glad because I know we've we've talked and even before we lived together, um, you know, you told me about what you wanted to do and now I see you know you're really gaining traction, you're starting to get your feet wet. Um, you know, with real experience now, it's, uh, you know, I remember, you know, doing what I want to do and getting my opportunity. I was going to say, speak for yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's, but no, it's, it's great and it's, and it's a great feeling, but, but I love, we talked about the other night, you know, as good and as awesome as the stuff that we're doing for this stage, we're like, we still don't feel like we're really doing it yet. Like we, we still see like just infinite amount to improve and to and to climb which I think is great and that's the ambition you need for the industry that each of us want to go in. Did, do you ever get into Jordan Peterson? Do you ever listen to him at all? No. It's he's a little controversial but I think your audience will probably if you if they knew who the, he is. My no one audience? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My zero audience? Come on. Come on. No. He always talks about how you know when you have a goal the most exciting thing is those first stages. Oh yeah, it's like a relationship. And it's, People it's, are like, I hate dating, but when we were talking and going out on our first dates, that was the most fun. And, and yeah, it's like your body is subjected to this new stimulant that yep. it's, it's not used to. And now, you know, after we've been at this, you've been at Daily Dropout for a year. It's uh, a year and a half. Yeah, because I started. So it'd have been a year in October. So November, December, January. Now in February, it's going to be at the end of February. It'd be like a year and four months. And you know, I've been working my boss's desk for six months and wow after you kind of start getting good at it that excitement goes away because it's, it's hard to keep that goal in the yeah. forefront of your mind and I think that's what's been really cool about living with someone who wants to break through the industry is it keeps your your ambitions high yeah and you, you're if you're bouncing stuff off each other and you're you're gonna come up with new stuff good, good energy yes you know it's it's the hardest thing to break whether it's positive energy or if it's negative energy, you know, if, if I was living with someone who was, you know, not cleaning his dishes up at two yeah. in the afternoon, didn't really know what he wanted to do. It's a life, you know, there's just yeah. people who suck the life out of you. No, it really, yeah, it really can happen when but things when, are messy. I mean, as, as small as it seems, like when, when we see each other at like 530 yep. in the morning, right? like getting after it, like yep. doing stuff. Yep. Even just saying hi, how's your day going? Oh, it's going great. You know, yep. just feeding off that is 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 it's intoxicating. It's, right. It's a it's a very good thing to have going back and forth. Yeah, morale is much better in this in this apartment now that football season is done. I can say <laughs> between the Browns and the Bears, it was a lot of I don't know who just horrible words being yelled. Um, just just really you got me back into it at morale a bad time. was low yeah, yeah I got you into that too I, I've, I have to admit I've been out of watching sports for a while and you know seeing my seeing your passion for it yeah it got me back in and gotta say not 
Not what I expected. No. <laughs> I mean, when you, when, you, when you get back into it and you become a real sports fan, like, it really messes with you. I didn't want to be the guy who started watching the Bears two years ago. Right. When it, they were, like, that's 12 and 4. Right. That's when, you, you know, you're out of it. Then all of a sudden they got all these players and they're going to be good. And you're kind of – if you hadn't been there for a few years, I can understand how you were – would be kind of reluctant to be all of a sudden, like, all in I'm again. I'm a lifelong Chicago, like, Cubs, right. Bears – like, I've never rooted for any other team. I can't, yep. you know, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I watch game in, game out. Yeah. And as soon as they start hitting it big, it's like, that's the worst time. And yeah. as soon as I saw they lost on that field goal, I was like, okay, you know what? I know I'm living with you. I know that it'll be on. Let's, you know, I'll get back into it. And it was yeah. finally a really good season where I was able to get at least, I would say, more than half the games yeah. that we had out here, which was great. Getting to, and like, I hadn't, Felt that disappointment in a while. The highs of yep, waiting all like you're so pissed all week. You're waiting, you know, you have to wait until the next Sunday, an entire week after a loss, and then the whole week you're riding high. You're like, oh, this the I season's think, turned yeah. around, and then I remember, yeah, yeah it's, it's I remember the first game I got really into. <laughs> it was the Bears versus the Cowboys, and yeah, Mitch really had his first signs of life he had a yeah. pulse and he, I remember it was like a, a play action pass and no one was opening and he sprinted like 20-25 yards in the end zone and you know the whole stadium it's it just like all his sins had been washed off yeah. like he just got baptized in yeah. Chicago yeah. fandom yeah. and just seeing you know I was like this is it here we go I, I forget what week it was but I'm like we're winning the Super Bowl yeah. <laughs> you know and then the next week we lose to the, the Rams you know, right yeah know, just you know, yep, just shit on, but gut wrenching. That's one of the great things that I think as I've missed about sports is the unscripted. It's like a WWE match, yeah, all season long, like yeah. a Money in the Bank ladder. So it was, yeah, it was really cool to have that back, and again, very good energy back in the apartment. It yeah, cool. it's good. Morale's a little bit higher now because I have low expectations for the Cavs. So the fact that they're thirteen and thirty nine, we, we spoke about it. Yeah, all thirteens. Bad. Well, that and under the radar this year. Yeah, so the football teams, they will be coming in under the radar. Lots of hype, lots Last. of expectations going into this past year. Kind of shit the bed. Big time. Big time Now, the bed. Now, now, hopefully we're under the radar. Back where we b- belong. Both? You know. I don't see why either team can't. Both teams are very talented. We underutilized a lot, both yeah. of our teams. Yep. We utilized a lot this year. And I yep. think once we kind of... Just get in our groove. Yeah. It's it's and a lot of the games too, I mean, touchdown. Well that's how field the, goal. I mean that's how the, the, the NFL is. I mean the you know, you look at the Browns one year, you know, I know that they were really, really bad and you know they went one and fifteen and 0 and sixteen, but still the margin between some of the teams is just so First and third is so micro, you know, it's just a micro in. I mean, it's just. All I know is if Rex Grossman can get us in the Super Bowl, we can do it. Yeah. (laughs) We can do it. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, the the, the margin between some of the teams at the professional level is so, so small. And one or two little things or minor details are, you know, just if one team is just one nth of a degree more disciplined than the other, it can make. The difference between seven and nine and like twelve and four. And you know, getting into, you know, want to be in representation and stuff. So yeah. Getting, you know, I don't know where I really want to end up. Be it Hollywood, be it sports. It's just good to kind of get that drive for it back and kind of see what's going on week in, week out. 
Right. And just be informed. Yeah, because some, at some of these talent places, you know, a lot, in, you know, the bigger agencies, they have big time sports clients as well. Oh yeah. I mean, CAA has a whole sports division. You know, I remember working spring training and seeing a bunch of guys walk in and CAA baseball, you know, hockey, football. They have, yeah, I mean, they're carrying their bags and you know they got their CAA logo yeah. on it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Clutch Sports Group, Rich Paul, Shout LeBron. Out. Yeah. Shout out Ohio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, all these guys. Um, you need to know what's going on, and I, yeah. it's been cool to take sports marketing this year and kind yeah. of see what goes into the business of sports. Yep. Supplemented with the 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 energy in room 1050 yep. it's just yeah. been a really cool experience yep. to get back on the wagon yep understand what's going on in digital media be able to be competent at golf know what's going on in sports and the entertainment world and you can you can find your way within these industries you got to be up to date on all all that kind of stuff you got to be you got to be in the know the biggest thing i've learned in the last three years is just try different things yep you know taking acting i took screenwriting yeah. Getting the internship, sports classes. Yeah. And I love it. We've taken them for different reasons. You know, you want to go, like you keep mentioning the representation route. You know, you're taking it because you enjoy it. You'd like to maybe do it, but also it's good to understand what maybe your clients go through and some of what their process is. Right. So maybe what they're looking for. And I do it because I know that I want to be on the mic in front of the camera. And when I may necessarily not do acting, I feel as a non-broadcast student that it helps me break out of my shell and just be more natural and be just more loose and more fluid. Like I just, I just see it as, you know, you're building up your instrument and, and all those things kind of work together to becoming better overall. You know, it's not just good to be just a reporter, just a podcaster or just whatever, like be able to do some acting stuff or at least have some experience in it. At least say that you're able to take a class and then try this and try that and all those different experiences are going to help shape you into what you ultimately do. The, the greatest advice I've gotten from my mom, she was a theater major in college yeah. and she owns her own public relations agency, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, you would think, what does that have to do with it? Getting people to do panels, yeah. being able to speak with her clients and yep. steal the show, connect with them, connect with people and inspire in public. And you know, speaking is one of those, you see kids go up there and like, they make you take a course. And it's I a, loved that class. I loved it, but it was, it's like, you're never gonna get that real like, if you're just not, if you're doing it. And so I think taking a whole semester to really hone the craft, and I, I'm not gonna say I'm an amazing actor, but I can carry myself on a stage, you know? At and least I, you'd be comfortable enough to throw yourself out there and audition or like, all of a sudden, someone threw a camera in your face like, hey, this is what we're gonna do, let's try it out. You'd be like, all right, let's do if it. If someone I'm... told me I had an audition tomorrow, great, give me the script. You're like, at least you know where to start. Right. And that's the biggest thing with anything, anything that you do. If you know at least where to start and you can critically think, you can at least figure something out in a short amount of time. Well, and you, you I mean, our room is just a onslaught of- Earthquake? That felt weird, that was like shaking. Maybe it's the- Fucking EDM <laughs> crap. Excuse my French, but I mean it might be the psychotic boy George. The, yeah, the psychotic uh, shirtless man that lives across the street. He's a so the ground started shaking him. I'm like, is Cal California's down and we're next? What's I think going Brad on? brought California with him. Yeah, I think he did. He but did. Simi Valley is definitely <laughs> present over there in 1049 or whatever it is. 
But no, um, what was I talking about? Um, we were talking about the, our room. Our yes, room. our room. Our, our room is that an, was shaking. Yeah, our, our room is an onslaught of impersonations, quotes from movies we love. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could have a five minute conversation where none of us say something serious. Right. But we're getting value out of it and like laughing and yeah, and we're pretty spot on at some of the stuff. I mean, yeah. our old. Are the other guys? That's how I talked to like all of my like main close friends, like between you and the guys that I have back home. Like that's mainly how we talk. It's just office quotes, other guys, stepbrothers, like all those kinds of shows and movies. That's basically how we communicate with each other. And you know what the biggest thing is is daunting about acting is like, oh, I have to go up in front of people. But what I, I liked about it is it's not really you. You right. know, it's it's you're playing someone, and I I love that feeling in a weird way. Yeah. And like, not I'm not saying I don't know if I'll ever be an actor, but you know, if you can have the confidence, I guess what you can take from it is if you and I can fire it off with some such comfort in our room, there's no reason. Oh, it's starting to go. <laughs> I don't. I hope people can hear this. I hope the EDM's just blasting. <laughs> there's there's no reason that you can't do it on the stage. Yeah. It's all in the brain. You know, the biggest lesson I learned from the, my acting coaches have the same fun and confidence you have in the mirror, yeah. in the shower, in your room. Be able to have that kind of force field yeah. on the stage and you'll do fine. And, it, you know, it's such a great life lesson. It goes yeah. back to the, the kids who are just dancing in front of people. Yeah. They have that mastered. No, that's the best when you can be, when you feel like you take on a different persona yourself or you're someone different. Because that's how I feel. Because I think about it sometimes like... I don't have like social anxiety, but I definitely am not the same person I am when I'm in daily dropout interview mode. I'm not just going cold up to people, talking to them about whatever. Like I would like if I didn't have my microphone and I wasn't in that mode, like I would be terrified. Like I, I really don't like like the big crowds and and all of that kind of stuff. I would be kind of like eh, I'm we're good. both old souls. We're yeah. both old souls. We're we're kind of. A gentleman's breed, you know. Like, yeah, we're both chill, but when we need to turn it on, we'll go into that mode. Right, and it's it's a good. I think if we were like that twenty four seven, it would almost it'd be exhausting, wearing on us. And yeah, and you need to be able to turn. You need to be able to go from one, you know, turn stuff on and off. You know, I don't always like using that term because, you know, just like in sports or anything, you don't want to be like, oh, we'll just flip the switch because that's usually not how it works. You have to lay the groundwork, work hard, and things like that. But you have to be able to transition between different modes like someone you don't, you can't be on all the time that's exhausting it's exhausting to other people it's just it's just usually not good you see me i mean i'm walking around in a bear sweatshirt around here like yeah. <laughs> or i'm watching or i'm playing madden i'm watching letter kenny yeah trailer park boys yeah just nonsense I, I don't pretend to be something i'm not right but if i need to go out there and have like a killer conversation and network with someone and look sharp or to, and, yeah and, yeah or to uh do a scene. Yeah. You know, to just have that on, I think it's a it's something very cool about it. You there know? is something very cool about it. There sure. It's the way she is. goes. That, that is the way she goes. <laughs> and that is uh that is um that's uh that's for big things to come. You know, it's gonna be really cool to see I think a, both of us don't know what's gonna happen in the next year or two, but but that's awesome. I think it's something we can't. Well, really... We know we're going to be okay. We're hard workers. We we're in 
positions right now. It's not like we have nothing going on. We've just been talking about all the stuff that we've been doing. So that's that's the great part of it, you know. I thought I just got you the jacket from Sundance. I thought I hadn't been doing anything impressive. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I I guess I, I downplayed it a little bit. This is a this is a comedy podcast. Right. I got to make the no listeners laugh out there. I was like, you know, we you graduate in in May. Yeah. Like, this fucker doesn't have me on the podcast. I'd be kind of shitty. No, I, <laughs> you know, I, like, I had told you it'd be a little that you will come on. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right time. We we've had ideas. Um, my my first idea to have you on was we were going to talk about the great and this will happen so get ready the the whole decade 2000 through 2010 maybe a give or take a few years at the end of 2010 and before 2000 but kind of like that last decade our comedy our decade of comedy movies that we grew up on we're going to talk about all of those it's going to be so much fun I I wanted to do that as a whole separate podcast because we had a great conversation about it one night during the fall semester, I'm like, oh, this is this has got to be the podcast. I don't know what it is about maybe the people's demands are changing. Yeah. Whatever, like, the studio sync is in right now. There's something missing from comedy movies that, like, old school, like, Step Brothers. Yeah, well, a lot of it is, and a lot of people say that that would just not get made today. Right. And it, it, there's some, you know, some of those movies, like The Hangover. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's easy to like, you know, pass it off. But that's a when we're parents, and we're talking to our we're kids, gonna be like that this movie. Is, this is the movie, like before streaming, before all that stuff. This is the movie that we were not old enough to see, and we should not have seen. And our parents were either super cool and let us watch it, or we fought. To try to see this movie at someone else's house, or we stole the DVD. My late buddy, night. like, the, like we're gonna be telling the stories of how we found out how to watch like the Step Brothers and Hangover. Jump Twenty One Jump Street comes out. I think it was just outside that period, 2011, yeah. 2012. Uh huh. My buddy and I spent, I guarantee you, about an hour and a half trying to break into the parental code of his yeah. his Xbox. Yep. To see Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum do it, and we got it. And it, it was unbelievable. And, you know, I haven't seen them. Like, 21 Jump Street's an amazing film. It's great. And, you know, it's just not out there anymore. And they, no. it never, I don't know what the comedy was. I don't know if it clicked, whatever it is. There's just something missing. And I think it, we'd be doing that era very good justice if we kind of brought it back a little bit. Yeah, because that, that was ours. And even, you know, like the old schools, we didn't see that when we came out, when it came out. Or really, a few years after it came out, because we were like probably like four or five, yeah, you know, six, seven, you know, in that range between when it came out and a few years after. But that was definitely one of the movies that you know you, you see before you graduate high school. Like th those are kind of the movies that you know you watch and they come around. You know, your parents tell them tell you about them. Tell me a better movie in old school, like con like that kind of genre, like the past three. Like I can't think of anything. Yeah, and just the quotability of it, and just. You know, Piven. you know, oh yeah, we're, we're going streaking, and yeah, you know, and just, you're my boy you know, blue. I, you know, you're my boy blue. I remember I was working for the Cardinals, and I was working, and then I was walking throughout the concourse, and someone had a Speaker City shirt on, which is Vince Vaughn's, uh, you know, company no, that he no, owns in the movie. They did not. Yeah, it had a Speaker City shirt on. I'm like, and I stopped. I was like on a deadline to get back for something, and I stopped. I shook the dude's hand. I'm like, dude, that is an amazing. Shirt, like, thank you. Like, this is hilarious. Like, this is awesome. Like, just you see stuff like that, and then the Dan band 
who we see in The Hangover. Oh, you know, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, I mean, they're just iconic. I freaking list, like, my go-to karaoke song would be Total Eclipse of the Heart, the Dan Band version, where they're like, I effing need you now, yeah. tonight. Candy, like, candy shop. Yeah, like, yeah. Take he's like, flip it off, Jeff, yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jeffrey. He's like, don't you Did- stop. Like just Did yeah. He fired you again yet? Yeah. 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 He fired me again. Horse record. I wasn't counting. I wasn't counting. Ah, how about that shot, kids? Is that a two or a three? Let's let's go with the two. Let's go two. All right, all right. Am I laying two or three? Let's go with the two. I like the Tambor family. Shut the fuck up, Lloyd. Shut up, Lloyd. <laughs> but yeah, no, so great. But yeah, I mean, just I hope people know what we're talking. About. Yeah, I, I hope so too. And just you come. I mean, you, and you look at, and we're gonna get into it too. But you know, you look at the evolution. And the great comedy feats people like Todd Phillips and Adam McKay have reached. And then you see some of the movies that they've done that are non-comedies. Hangover to Joker is a pretty big jump. And that was that was Phillips. And then McKay, didn't he do like the big short and some of those other movies? Critically um, claimed. I mean, just incre- I just want to make sure I'm not messing that up. I'm pretty sure he is big short. Um really need a Jamie like the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, Adam McKay. Okay, I'm glad I got that right. But, you know, you look at Are like... Are hiring? I can, I, can, I can be your Jamie. You can be my... I'll you know, be your Jamie. It's going to be definitely unpaid because it'd be coming straight. There is no... Oh, great. Rev- Two unpaid internships. There is certainly <laughs> no revenue. I'm so glad. This. I'm so CK glad. doesn't pay you? I. It'd be hard to do because since it's remote. Like, how could you track the hours I'm doing? You know? Honor code. That's what I did for some online an online job that I had. I'm gonna have to bring it up to Craig. You should. You know, no, there's definitely ways to do it. Everyone's. Bored. We were talking about it the other night too. It's you know I'd rather be doing this and be doing something I love for free. Yeah. Gaining the experience, the capital I'm gaining. Yeah. It's gonna be worth. So and much you know, more. shout out to our parents. They've they've allowed us to come out here. You know, they make the the it's it's both a financial. And, Christine, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah, and it's a both. A financial and, and an emotional sacrifice because, you know, especially for you, you're an only kid. You know, you're all the way out here. The special one. Yeah, the special one because you're you're one of one. I wore floaties um, everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> Honestly, you were not gonna sink in a soup bowl or no. anything like that. <laughs> um, but you know, no, I I get to come. You know, all the way out here. You know, it's a it's a financial thing. It's an emotional thing. But at the same time, and and still with on top of all of that. You know, I haven't done one job or internship that hasn't been in sports or media. I haven't had, you know, because I need to cover rent or do this or whatever else. Um, I haven't had, you know, take like, uh, and there's nothing wrong with this. And, you know, the people who have to do it, you know, God bless them. You know, they work way harder than I do right. in terms of that. Um, you know, you know, a, a job at a restaurant or a grocery store or whatever else, just because on top of other internships that they may be doing and school, just because... They really need the money. Now, it's great that, you know, I've gotten paid for every single internship, and well, every single one but one, every single job and internship that I've done, but I've been so lucky that, I, that there's no pressure on me to make money to completely 100% support myself, which has allowed me to take things that are lesser money or no money, but are, you know, putting me on a great track for when I graduate and, and beyond. And I mean, we just have to be... We're, we're so lucky. We have to be so thankful for that. I'm thankful and, you know, it's not like I, I – that's coming for me. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to get out to L.A. Yeah. And last time I checked, the mailroom doesn't 
pay six figures and right. even at that, you know, so the I am support is just I am beyond thankful for the support and I I don't take it for granted because I know it's coming. I'm sure I'm gonna have to be a waiter somewhere yeah. some sometime soon, you know, to make ends meet and trying to get you know, it's really no different than med school. I've been looking at it and it, it's like you go through your mailroom time, yeah, kinda like your residency. You gotta study under people as an assistant. Yep. It's it's pretty much I mean different fields, but it's just like trying to become a doctor. And so yeah. you, you pay your dues up front, but yep. um, I think it's gonna be really cool and the payoff's definitely there. So For sure, the light at the end of the tunnel, you're like, I finally made it. I don't know if and, I'll and be like- And it doesn't get easy, but it's certainly oh, the worst much is, nicer. The worst is yet to come. That's what, you know, that guy said he's going home broken. You know, like, yeah. you just gotta have that, that skin. People take it so personally too, I don't, I don't get it, you know, it's, it's not they don't hate you. It's just the right. kind of the culture, and it's, yeah. I'm ready. Not to, to say that it's not tough. No, but, and there's no. certain people. There's you know obviously in every situation there's certain people that handle things better than others. Everyone's situation is a little bit different. Some people are mean and personal, and some people are just dicks, and they really don't even know it, or they just really just don't care. I'm beyond lucky to have my boss right now. He's yeah. been treating me great. I'm sure that's not going to last forever. Right. And so I, I've been cherishing it for for as long as it goes. But um, yeah, I'm sure. I'll be cleaning shoes. I'm yeah. sure I'll be waitering. I'm yeah. sure I'll, you know, it's common, but I completely agree. Our parents are the best. Right. But until you, well, I, I just don't, I, I just don't see that for you. You're going to get me my Mentos commercial and we're, I'm just, and I'm, and I'm, we're I both, won't take commission for that one. Yeah. We have 686 <laughs> bucks or whatever it is to take commission. Yeah. And uh, we're, you know, we're both going to rise simultaneously and we're, we're gonna take over. That's just the way she's gonna go. It's the way she's gonna go. It was meant to be. Yep. I don't. I don't remember how we met. I remember. I think just rush. Rush. Yeah. But you know, after the semester, kind of start going and. We start having like, our morning meetings and yeah, stuff like that. Those were fun. The freaking morning meetings. Yeah. I, that's right. Yeah. And we just you know it's. We just kept in touch, and then you know we we would meet up from from time to time. I was so glad you asked me to like come to the rise because I was like. I don't know who I want to live with. You know, I didn't know who yeah. it was going to be. I was like, well, I didn't know either. I'm just like, well, I know I want to do a two <laughs> unit. I'm like, I got to be able to find one person. I'm like, fingers crossed. Like, yeah. I didn't want to be like, like, hey, like we, I got to meet you before. Can I live with you? But, yeah. You know, it was, it was really. I was glad it worked out. And the more and more we kind of start, you know, yeah. learning about each other and right. what we want to get into, it, it, it made perfect sense. And yeah, it, it works really nice because you need. You know, a lot of it's just belief and then just going for it because it's scary to go into and it, you know, there's so much uncertainty in the industries that we want to go into. But when you have someone who wants to do something similar or who's just driven the same way, even if they're doing something completely different, it's just, you know, no matter how motivated and all that stuff you are, it's good to have that little backbone and someone that is in the same time of life in the same part of their life that you are. Cause it's one thing to, you know, mentors are great people like that that have gone through it and they can help you through it, but it's, it's completely different and it's completely, I think it's way more helpful. Not that those things aren't helpful or, un, you know, just completely unnecessary cause that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but it, it, it's a different variation of that when you have someone who's going through the same things that you are and you know working through the same thing that's that, that you are i mean yeah we're looking at our list back there that we uh when we're, when we're 40 50 years old having a cigar watching the browns and bears yep in the and Super Bowl. we remember this podcast night and it's like yeah you remember how stupid we were yeah you know, like what we wanted but so it's, naive yeah 
but it's going to be so funny, you know? Yeah. Wherever we, wherever we land, wherever it ends up, it'll be a story to tell. Like yeah. Room 1050, the rise on Apache. Yep. Like, I'm telling you, we're going to come back here. I'm going I'm <laughs> to knock on the door. And oh, you know, you know what we need to do? We need to hide something in here where, like, the cleaning crew won't get it or something. In the vent. Yeah, we need to hide something. Like, one of the coolest stories the ever. Cleveland golf ball. Or... Yeah, yeah, if I don't lose it again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but some of the, that probably, my glass thing will probably still be there broken. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, there won't be any crazy winds out here. Yeah. Um, but one of the cool things, now, this wasn't an original idea. This has been done before. But in 2016, when the Cavs were in the finals, they, um, Ty Lu, the coach, collected $100 from everyone, from all the players and different people in the organization, and he put it in an envelope or rubber band or something and put it up in the vent in the visiting locker room. And it was just like, all right, we had a win tonight, go home and win, and when we come back, we'll get our money. So that, you know, that was like a motivate, you know, just a motivational thing, you know, a story. <laughs> collected all that money, kept it up in the vent in the locker room. And, um, you gotta put like a year's rent up there. Yeah, let's just put a year's <laughs> yeah. rent up there. No, because if we lose it, it's a little different than Tyron Lue losing it. Right. At least at this point in our lives. Come on, man. But it's funny. A funny story about that is he actually kept all of it because he got fined for. Um, he got a little bit of a fine for uh, in his press conference uh, critiquing the refs and going after the refs, not maliciously, but it was enough to get a fine from the NBA. Welcome and to our so generation. He, he kept all the money and put it. I mean, not that. LeBron's hurting after you know because he lost a hundred bucks, yeah. or that anyone's hurting, but he put it all towards his uh, his dues. Unbelievable! Yeah. So that's so funny, but it's a great story. So we need to leave like a, something subtle in here somewhere where we can you know knock on the door ten years from now and be like, hey, can we uh, just do oh, a little Rick, look see here? Our Rick Dalton poster. Yeah, 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 it's just like rolled up. Yeah, you know, in like a trap door. I'm that we sorry, make. it's an Italian western. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm good, sorry. It's a good picture. It's a great picture. Yeah, great picture. yeah, but that's yeah, that, that'll be fun stuff and something we definitely have to uh, have to do. That's great stuff. Our our Piven pastel painting. Oh yeah. Him with the yep. the that, paintball gun. That's gonna be like Jesus above the fireplace at the uh, in the office. We'll bow to Piven five times a day. That's yeah, yeah. We're gonna get our little like to Mecca. Yep. We'll face it west for Los Angeles. Yes, we'll do. It's gonna be a full on setting sun. It's gonna be a full on religion there. The pillars of agentry. Yes, that's right. We're gonna have the book. Yeah. Just copies of the book. Everyone. The list. The yep. list. Welcome to the company. We're just gonna hand. That, that's what they get. It's like. When you go in the military, you're issued, you know, your your uniform, gun, all that kind of stuff. It's like when you when you work here, you're gonna get uh, some blue light glasses and the Pippin book and uh, two movies. Yeah, and two. <laughs> the Goods. Yep. Also a Jeremy Pippin movie and David Brent Life yeah, on the Road. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Or an Am they're gonna get an Amazon Prime credit. Yeah. So, yeah. Because there will be DVDs will be a thing of the past in like two years. Right. Right. Be crazy. My goodness. Well, this is great, man. Yeah. What else? What we kind of got through all the bullshit. Yeah. We, all the stuff we wanted to talk about. Now let's start. Yeah, we we, we did. We had, we had some good back and forth there. We kind of got off and we were talking about all the professional and thankful. That, that was all That was all good but stuff. But I feel like the good stuff happens, you know, in any podcast. It's like, right. okay, they got, you know, okay, we got through it. Now, yeah. now let's. Now let's just kind of kind of really get into yeah, it. Yeah. We're watching but, Kingsman. Yeah. Kingsman is on. We just got back from golf. Which is great. Yeah, the golf was golf was nice to get out. How did you? I was a little thrown off by the mats. I've not seen that out there before in the driving range at Papago. I don't know what was going on there. 
It wasn't horrible, but I also, I mean, it's, it's a first world problem. It, oh, but, good time. Yeah, but, do, do, yeah, don't come after us here. Like we, we are completely woke on that. We do not have it tough whatsoever. No, but um, it was fun to get out. Yep. We hadn't done it in a while. Got a really good golf season coming up. I think the Masters could be fun to watch. Masters is going to be great. Um, I'm trying to think. You head out to Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras at the end of this month. At the end of February. That is exciting. So what are you going to be doing there? Interviews. Okay. Just straight up interviews. Um, Mardi Gras. And I was just telling my mom over Christmas break before I found out I was going to go that uh, New Orleans was a place next on my list. I've always... It's my dream. I want to be... I want to go to an LSU football game. Of course. I've wanted to go for forever. I just think it's like the coolest place ever to go see a game. Um, but it's so cool to go to New Orleans, and it's so much better that I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. You know, that, that, that always it's makes always, it easier. Always free, nice. Free drinks, free travel, all that stuff. It just makes everything nicer. Good, good gig if you can get it. Yes, good gig if you can get it. But I'm so excited. To, it's another new place. I love going to new places. Now it's going to be a lot of work, and I won't have a ton of... But, but it's good because while I'm working, I'm out and around and I'm enjoying the people or different events that I'm there for. So I don't get a ton of time just to go out and non-work um, explore, but I'm kind of immersing myself in what's going on when I go on these trips. Like I'm out in the mix of everything. You usually work at late at night, right? Yeah, but usually on those trips, I do day and night. So I might be okay. I'm working like eight, 10 hour days. Okay. Like on my feet doing interviews like that, you know, it, Seems easy, but it can get that is a bit exhausting. Oh yeah, dealing with dealing drunk with people. people. Are you kidding? Yeah, dealing with drunk people when you're you know sober. Pe- little and people, people in general. Yeah, drunk just, people. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It'll be fun though. And you know how much I like people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. we have like three people over to our party? Yeah, I think three people out. Connor, yeah. B. Wells, and and your friend to watch The Bachelor. Yes, oh, I've had two friends four. over lots of bats. Oh my, so my bad, four. Yeah, there's been like four people <laughs> that have seen our place over here. It's crazy. We've got the corner room. It looks like a. It's gorgeous. It looks it's like beautiful. a like a mid-century, like fifties hangout place. Yeah, well, like, this is just like we're chilling. Yeah, it's great. It's very old. It's incredible. Yeah, and we've had four people, so we're kind of underutilizing that. But we no, are, but we still have time. Yeah. And you know what? Who knows? We may be back next year. Yeah. And I, you know, I would love that be, and I would stick right here. It's a beautiful spot. I don't want to clip your wings, but if you can make it work, it would be fun. Yeah. I mean, if I, if if I'm in Arizona and unless I'm a millionaire, yeah, unless I have a, you know, then you just pay my health insurance. I can stay here. Just pay my health insurance. That's all I ask. No, I have my loans and my health insurance. No, I can get a big, you know, (laughs) if I'm doing that well, or we win the lottery, um, We'll, we'll, uh, uh, we'll, um, I think it'll be big enough where we can be roommates, but it seems like we're still living on can, our own. I'll live in the guest house. Yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a guest home or we'll just carriage, get a big, big loft. Where the butlers used to live. Yes. Yes. I'll do that. Live out at the pool house. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the semester is going by, I'm sure it's going by quick for you. It's, it's weird. It has to be the fastest, probably. It is, because I'm so focused on, other, you know, I, I've been so focused on, you know, work and, you know, I'm just focused on school because, you know, what I'm working for right now is, you know, I could, all I have to do is pass this semester, but I'm really close to, I really want to graduate. You know, I've never really cared that much about GPA. I've always done well. And I'm at like a three, four, nine right now. 
So I'd love to just one more. Like, why not? Why not graduate the three five? You know, it's not going to really make a huge difference. But I'm doing it for my parents. Yeah. That's who I'm doing it for. You know, that's what I told my dad. I'm just like, hey, let's run the numbers. See what I see what I have to get here to get you know finished with a three five because I think that would be, you know, something. You know, just I to think. show that you you didn't send me here for nothing. Right. To, you know that I care about it. I'm going to put in the work, and you know it, it's good to work towards goals because if I had nothing to work towards. I'd be, you know, I'd get off track, be a slob. So just focusing on work, you know, making sure I'm, you know, tuned in with school, you know, not over to where I'm missing out on other things. But, and I'm just focusing on being social. I've been trying to, I've tried to be more social this year before. I've just, you know, kind of stayed in and focused on other things. You know why that's good and it's helped me get to where I am. Uh, you gotta have fun. This is a fun place. This is an awesome place. Johnny Manziel just tweeted tonight, Scottsdale is such a vibe with a ton of ease. I may never leave this place. If Johnny Football wants to crash on the couch, Johnny Football can come hang out. I don't, you know, there is like the big reputation like ASU's like the party school. You know, I think I, it's really dropped off from the older generations. I think this place used to be way crazier. Well, but when I, you know, when I came here, it was like, oh yeah, when ASU, it's like <laughs> people still say that. I'm, I'm, I'm working a desk for it. You know, it's yeah. like you did. It's not how. But that's the cool stuff you can do out here because Arizona is still this market. We're not in a college town. Like Phoenix, Scottsdale, even Tempe, it's like growing. We're close to California, yeah. and there's more media here and think and you know than, than ever before. I even saw something on the news. They're still trying to make it easier for Hollywood to come out here because California is getting so crazy. I feel like if Arizona uh, was, you know, what however the laws work out, or whether because some places are easier to film out than you know others. Obviously, California is easy. You see a ton of stuff. Filmed in like Vancouver, you know, British Columbia, right. uh, Georgia is another huge place where they where you know movies are filmed. I feel like Arizona would be such a great place, but from what I've heard, um, it's not the easiest place to film in terms of like permits or you know what it would cost and, and things oh, yeah. like that. So I, I wish because that would be you know something else that they could add to the you know economy out here. I think it'd be great. One of the students that I was with at the ASU trip does has an amazing internship with. Get the marketing company uh -huh. where she has a division of uh, a studio that she works with firsthand and promotes the movies. I think what you were talking about, like where they hosted it at the, the AMC, that movie you saw last year. Right. She has this really cool job. She's the Paramount ambassador. Wow. And so she, when a Paramount comes out with a new movie, I believe they're doing Sonic the Hedgehog right now. Okay. She's in charge of doing all the marketing. And stuff for it on this campus so she does like events for it she gets you know whatever the movie's based on she gets different groups to come watch the screening very nice so it's like it's here it's like it's so close and it's like we yeah i don't know why we haven't kind of gotten through that ceiling yet and i don't yeah, know what's between really... asu has some good classes and programs and things like that and then scottsdale community college has a terrific program and you know all the teachers like so it's here all the teachers that i worked with like in the FMS department, or went to school at UCLA, yeah. USC. Have worked, done something in the industry. Yeah, like my screenwriting professor, like, had gotten several acting roles. Yep. Had like a movie be on TV a couple times. Yep. Um, had a play get into several films, you know. So they know what's going on. It's yeah. not like they are. It's no run. Of, it's no schmuck. No, it's no so schmucks. I don't know what is holding us back from being like. I think it's just the laws. Committing it, yeah. Or, you know, whatever, you know, if it costs certain, you know, if the cost is just ridiculous to be able to film or if there's a lot of pushback 
on it because I know there's not a lot of native. Don't land. California, my Arizona. <laughs> right, but, but also, I you know maybe I understand. Maybe this isn't a factor, but maybe it is too. You know, there's a lot of native land and things like that. And right. A lot of beautiful areas. Maybe they just don't want anything going on around it. They just want it to be open to the public to explore, hike, do things like that, and just take it in rather than you know make it a place to do to film see, it and bring in industry and other things. Do you see runs a tight ship? I'll he tell does. you that. I'll yeah. tell you that much. He runs a very tight ship. Yeah. He's not gonna, you know, he cares about his residents, that's for sure. For sure. So you can respect that. Yeah. But hey, there's struggling actors out here, man. <laughs> can I show you my reel? Yeah. It's my kid's birthday party, man. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah, I'll take on. Good lord. But uh but yeah, and then the rest of this, I mean, trips are going to be crazy this semester. It's sounding like I, I need to get this booked with Cabo and Cam. I mean, I'm going to be gone for like 12, like almost two weeks. I don't know what I'm going to do. You've got yeah, Mardi Gras, Con, or not Con. I wish. Cabo. 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 Cancun. We've been making so many entourage references. Right. It was in the front of my head. Yeah. Um, Cancun. And um, you have one other one, don't you? Yeah. He mentioned Coachella. I'm still, still trying to go back to Ohio University. Right for their fest season because it's crazy out there. I think it'd be better than Coachella. I really would like to avoid Coachella, but I mean, if they're gonna send me there, right? I'll go. I'll do the work. You know, no big deal. I'm gonna. I'll be all in on it. Uh, I'm not gonna complain. But and we still need to go. I, I, my friend still wants us to come. I told her that second half of the semester after spring break. I can make my San Diego trip. So San Diego trip. As long trip. as she doesn't care if I'm there, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> like, as long as you get, well, I mean, that's going to be, I don't <laughs> know how long I'd go for it. My class schedule, I'm going to have one class second semester online. So you're, right. your, your situation might be a little different than mine. Yeah, but, my Sundays really screwed me. I told yeah. you. But maybe you, you could at least turn out for a long weekend or something. Yeah, the big 4-0 on a finance test. 40%. Ooh. At least you broke freezing. Barely. 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 It was... Uh, in Celsius, you killed it. Yeah. <laughs> four, nailed four it. Four degrees over. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Math has never been a strong suit, but Sundance really took it out of me. So I don't know how much, how many more trips I can take, but... Yeah. But at least maybe you can do a weekend. We'll get back on the horse. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I know I'm going to go, and as long as I get the approval from her, I'm right. sure you could pop by right. for a few days, but... We'll play Tori puns really quick and... Yeah, why not? Because that won't be... <laughs> no, we'll just hop on. Yeah. We'll just make a little trip down to La Jolla. Right. Grab a tea time with Phil. Fireside with Phil. Yeah. Our, our ASU buddy. Like, hey, man, we're, you know, we're all alumni here. Show them our calves. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You can tell you, me the real, like man. This? You like this? I'm like not going to buy it. <laughs> no, I'm all in, dude. Phil's a beast. Yeah. That's my guy. My lefty. My sun devil. Huge feel good. Of course, of course. Yeah, my God. Um, but yeah, I hope we can make that. And we need to go back to California. I need. We need. We just need to need to go back because I miss it there. It's beautiful. I think last year when we went to California, that was kind of when the whole like we got ball rolling on this whole thing. Like I right. knew you were interested in it, but then once we kind of got to spend that week, couple days together. Yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, if you want someone to go with. You know, that's a long trip. Like, I think that'd be cool. You know, it'd be good for me, good for you. Right. You know, hang out, have fun. And it's always better to have. I mean, it's good to do solo things, but... Um, Walking around heard. Santa Monica. Oh, yeah. With me was a blast. Going to... Del Frisco's. I, I uh, introduced you to Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Got it's to see where crazy the Barney was back in the day. The legend. Getting his pump. Yep. Um, it was so cool. And 
just meeting all those people and getting to just walk around. It wouldn't have been the same if I was just by myself. So it was right. it was cool and that kind of like I said got the ball rolling and uh, it was really cool and I think that kind of is how we got landed here. So right, we, yeah, it's uh, everything always happens for a reason. For sure, it's all kind of worked out. It's been just been great. I've really we really, tolerate each other. Yeah, it, it it works out. It's you know it's been but I. When we when we sat down to do this and the movie started, I thought it was like at the end, and it's just still. Yeah. Is this still the same movie? It is. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Shining. Yep. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in this. He plays like the, he's like the American, the the cowboy yeah. kingsman type deal. Yeah. I don't know why they, kind of throw him in like that. They did it in the hateful eight. Just yeah. have to be southern. Yeah. You know, I don't think he pulls. I mean, he's a great guy. Yeah. But it's not like he nails it. It's not like you saw him and you're like, oh, he's got to do this again. Right. You know, he could just be talk like himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Magnificent Seven gave me some of those, like, vibes, too. Like, the yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah. It's like, you know, you just be yourself. I actually saw that movie at the Chinese Theater when I was in L.A. The very really? first time. Really? Yep. Very in cool. Hollywood. That was pretty cool. Very cool. So expensive. It was like 20 bucks. That was what, what the Sundance movies were running. Yeah. 20 bucks. I, I believe that. 20 bucks, especially like the How high big end. were the theaters? What was that? How big were the theaters? Each one was different. And so yeah. there's the main one. I'm are, sure, depending on the movie, right. there, there was more audience. Yeah, so audience. like the Egyptian theaters downtown, that's the like the landmark theater. Okay. That's a little bit smaller. It's like supposed to be intimate, but it's like yeah. where everyone gets their Instagram picture. Yeah. It's it's the it's place. Like a famous place, yeah. Then there's the Eccles, which I can't even begin. It was a huge it looked like a, a place you'd go see the opera. Like it was a huge Oh wow. Just beautiful like grand theater. Grand yeah. theater. Um there was that and then a lot of them were, you know, just kind of like one was in a hotel. Where it's like a meeting room and they just get seats together and they oh, just okay. throw down a projector. Yeah. So it really depends on the location, but okay. um, yeah, I'd say like average screening, like the place I worked at was four hundred, so okay. pretty big size. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, the Eccles was gorgeous. It Beautiful. Was so cool. That's awesome stuff. Yeah. Oh. You got yeah. anything else? No, well, we did get sidetracked from golf a little bit. Yeah. That was good to hit some balls today. Work some things out. Absolutely. You know, that was our first time golfing. and Yeah, just hitting some balls. It was just good to be outside. Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't think I've hit a golf ball since October. I'm really glad we didn't record this because I'm a pale, pale man. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we got some sun. Got a little vitamin D on the face. It was very nice to get outside. Especially this week was weird coming back from Sundance. Yep. Tests, work. It was nice to kind of have that. Yeah, you're working behind. You, you have to do so much work to get back to even, and then you got to get back into plus territory. And and even like you know, my boss is great in the sense he's like, yeah, you're going to Sundance, man. Just forget it. Like, that's don't. Good. That's don't. huge. But, but like, you, that's one less thing you got to worry but about. But when you come back, it's like, oh, shit. hey, we're back. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. You know. Yeah. So it was. It was with school and that. It was. It was a weird week, but it was a great way to kick off the weekend. Get some sun tomorrow. I'd love to go golfing again if we have time. Yeah, I'll go hit some balls. Yeah. It's just so darn expensive to golf right now. You want to pay $200 to play Kenny Mac? No, I'm good. <laughs> I am very much good. I Yeah. It's okay. We need to work a couple things out. It'll all be fun. Um, yes, it will. Yes, it will. But, uh, yeah. 
Pop Goes Beautiful, as always, maps threw us off a little bit. But overall, it was a good first day back. Yeah, it was... Just hitting balls. Like, I, I, I wasn't sure, you know, usually I come out there and I'm just like, crap, and I'm, you know, I need to get my, my hybrid and my three wood back to where it was when we were playing, because I hit those really solid. You did. Um, so once I get that back, you know, just my hands working in the right way, and I'm, you know, I'm really... I'm really like, I'm getting through it okay, which is promising. That's better than just flailing and you no know, hitting, just like slicing it. Yeah. Um, you know, at least I'm making solid contact. I can work on that. I can still play with that and get to a, a much better point. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it just takes time. It's all course management. And the reason I suck at golf is because I can hit the ball far. I can yeah. hit it, you know, as well as I want to, but... If you're not scoring, yeah, you're just awful. And I, yeah. and I've always well, just been thank the guy God like, we aren't on the PGA Tour, so yeah. we don't have to worry. About I've it. always been the guy like, hey, if I can hit my seven iron two hundred yards, and I'll do it. But it's like that wasn't got a seven there, yeah. you know. Like I'm yep. glad you, congrats, dude. Yeah, I'm glad you really showed me on that one. So it's yeah. you know that's why I'll never make money for my golfing ability. Yes, absolutely. Well, this is great, man. This was fun. I'm glad you finally asked me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just had to impress me. I was just waiting on it. Right, that. right. It could have happened the first day or it could have happened in February. And that's, that's when it's I'm a, really that's excited it's to... I mean, I, I'm going to start working tonight on our favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. No, start start doing that prep. We can do that and flip in. Um, we can do it whenever. You know, probably give it, give it a few weeks. Yeah. You know, we'll just, start, we'll, we'll, just start brainstorming stuff and we'll get, yeah, kind we'll, of what all we want to talk about, and uh, we'll there's make sure so that many it's good, good ones. We don't want to. Leave, I don't. The biggest thing I don't want to leave one out. Exactly. I, if we do like two or three a show, you know, take twenty minutes to dedicate it to one. Go through some of our favorite quotes. Yep. You know, best performances. I think that'd be a blast. I'd For love sure. to do that. Yep, that'll be great. Looking forward to it, man. I've got nothing else. Perfect. This was fun.